Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yo, 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 welcome back to Yo MMA Rap. It's your boy, Louis J. Gomez, presented by YoCreatum.com. I'm not presented by YoCreatum.com. You are. Yo MMA Rap. Check your contract. I kind of am. I gotta be honest with you guys. These guys do everything for us, and you should be doing everything for them. You see the guys from YoCreatum at Skankfest, give them blowjobs, and make sure if you're buying your Kratom from anywhere, it's YoCreatum.com, home of the $60 kilo, with the big dick Dave Smith himself. What up, baby boy? What's going on, man? Chilling, man. I'm uh, I'm I'm happy to be here again. I really like this show. I love it. You know when you first, you remember the the birth of this show mm. was on Legion of Skanks. You just went, you go. I think I'm going to do an MMA podcast. Yeah. And I went, I'd be down to do that. And you were like, No way, really? And there was like, I just go, I kind of miss talking MMA with you. Yeah. Because we're fucking, we love the sport so much, and like we fucking started doing that. We used to do it all the time, and now we, you know, there's like before we either of us had families or anything, we would do this all the time, and now it's kind of like we got a million things going on. We don't do it. It's like, yeah, let's fucking make time. Well, it's the foundation it. of, of everything that we do here. Gas Digital doesn't exist without the hammer fisting MMA podcast. That is right. a fact. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I love talking to uh, MMA with you as well, Dave. I, I love meeting up with you every week and doing this show. And I love the fans of the show. Very positive fan base that loves this show. So shout out to all of the Yo! MMA rap fans out there. We have a great show planned today. Uh, this past weekend, Corey Sanhagen defeated uh, uh, Song Yadong via Dr. <coughs> Stoppage between round four and round five. We'll get into that in a little bit. A fight that I did not watch. <laughs> That is, thank you, unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it again, Natalie. It's fine. We went from the don't, don't. I hear he is pig vomit. Here he is coming in. I'm Vic. <laughs> thank you, Natalie, for doing fart sound effects for Vic when he comes in. Vic's coming in. I was going to back you up. I was just saying that we went from having the craziest week to like the most lackluster card in MMA. So I don't blame you. Well, don't it, blame me this week. Look, it is, it, it's funny because we're, we're spoiled with MMA at this point. Cause the truth is, that's okay. Just let it happen. <laughs> uh, is there a robot in the booth? That's a, but the truth is that this was a really good main event and it, it's unbelievable for people like us and Vic and guys, we've been like real big fans of the sport for a long time. You go, the level of these fighters is so insane that even when you see a card like this, like Vic said, like, oh, everyone was so hyped about last week's card. This one flew under the radar. You're watching guys who are higher level fighters than the absolute best in the world were 10 years ago yeah. when we were watching it. Like, none of them could do shit like these guys can do. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, and, and look, the reality is there's a ton of fucking MMA on. Dave, you can give me your, your opinion on this fight, and I'm sure the, the fans want to hear it as well. I will get around to it. I heard it was a pretty great fight. It was pretty it was technical. And, uh, yeah. you know, Song Yudong apparently stepped up to the task and it was a very even fight going in to that uh, fifth round. So, um, you know, shout out to both competitors. I just, I've been on the road every weekend 
There's all these fights on. It's nonstop work. I have Skankfest coming up in a fucking month. Shout out to Yo Kratom once again for being the, oh, the marquee sponsor. I'm sports. so busy. I'm so busy. Vic, is that, <laughs> I'm busy, man. Is that your mother, Vic? <laughs> that sounds like you sound like an old Mexican woman. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, that's my impression of you. I sound like an old Mexican woman to you. <laughs> that, yes, you do. Um, I am very busy, and I did not get a chance to watch. Uh, Song Song Fong and uh, Sanhagen fight. So whatever, fucking sue me. Song Ya Dong. Song Ya Dong yourself. It does. His name. Song My Dong. His name does sound like you're already making fun of his name. Yeah, you're not saying it right. Yeah, but it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I there's not too much to break down the fight. It was a great fight. Um, I didn't think it was like. So I didn't think it was like razor close. I thought Corey was like, you know, winning the fight the whole time. He fucking he took some shots and uh Song Yudong was tough and and didn't get put out of there by one of the best strikers in MMA, but he fucking landed this fucking nasty elbow in the first round that just sliced him yeah, open. I saw the cut. And the space. whole rest of the fight was like changed after that. And uh he did a really good job. Corey was doing shit I've and never seen him do before. the shot of Song Yudong's cut right there. It should have been right. See, I don't need to produce in real time. Uh, you guys don't see that happening? There's two people in the booth. There's like Vic at home in fucking uh, Guadalajara or wherever he's at. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's, he's mentioning something. Oh, that would be a perfect time for a multimedia platform. Coop, it's on you. Uh, the cut was bad. It was I, in a bad spot. It, it was a bad if we, cut. If we're talking about something, please, by all means, just cut to that shot where you can show us what we're talking. It's a fucking cool aspect. Can I? You know, it's kind of a funny thing, dude. What? Um, so they have how pussy like that gashes on his eye. Uh, no, Natalie, I said, are you getting turned on by looking at his eyebrow? Honestly, no. I said a funny thing, not a hot thing. Okay, we're all getting turned on. Uh, so they have the doctor, you know, come in and check the cut. This happens in the first round. This cut. Yeah. So every round, the doctor's coming in and check the cut because it's a, a nasty cut, and then finally. You know, he stops it in the 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 uh, in between the fourth and the fifth round, but it's uh, there's something really funny about just <laughs> like a doctor coming in and checking that he's seeing that and like he looks at it and he's like, okay, look at me, okay, look over here. Uh, all right, you can keep cage fighting. <laughs> like, there's just something so ridiculous about like a doctor. First, you're just like you're as a fan. You're just like, ah, yes, this is a cool ass fucking doctor. Yeah. But it's just like a funny thing to like get your medical advice. Like if you're just being a doctor about this, you're like, hey, doctor, should I fist fight another man in a cage? Yeah, I like even that... without a cut, you feel like a doctor would just be like, no, that's bad for your health. I think it specifically goes against their Hippocratic oath. Yeah, you right? would, you would think like, so. Yeah, you need to. That doctor should be throwing himself in front of the cage no, doors. Don't do this. You go, hey doctor, I have a huge gash on my face. Is it good for me to get punched like, in that uh, gash? You know what? You're good. He goes, yeah, you could take a couple more punches in that <laughs> gash. <laughs> like it's just, it's so bizarre to like watch this happening. It's like, guys, are we savages or are we civilized? Like, I don't know which one we are. It's like we're trying to pretend to be both, but it's, there is something really funny about a doctor just looking at that and you go, all right, and I'm looking at your skull bone there. Yeah. Should you continue to fight people in a cage right now? I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say yes. So what's uh, that's? I mean, that's nowhere near the worst cut we've ever seen. What was the old, like the old school one? I think it was Shoney Carter. Was that? No, I think what you're thinking of is uh, Marvin Eastman. Marvin Eastman. Vitor Belfort. Come on. Same yeah, now listen. We all know what you did there. <laughs> if you look that up, Marvin Eastman versus Vitor Belfort cut was uh, that was a nasty one. Woo! 
look at that one, Lewis. Oh, yeah, that was that, that was the worst one. That is nuts. Sorry, guys. I'm signing into the chat on my phone right now because, guys, what day was it that I knocked over a cup of coffee completely into the computer? Like, I'm talking about... Whew. It was like a... At least a week. It's so been yeah, working since. Th- no, no, no. Not really. There's been a lot of trouble mm. with this click. It's not, the click's sticking. Okay. okay. Clicking and sticking. We might need to get me a new computer. And okay. You think it's related to the coffee? I think it might be related to the coffee. It will not allow... There we go. If I smash on it really, really hard, then it will open. Yeah. Well, just try pressing harder, says Lewis's what girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Victor. So what know, are the other... I, look, I know. I'll tone it down, Lewis. I'm sorry. They, uh, Vic, you jump in on this too. What are the other worst cuts? The one that's coming to my mind was uh, Eves Edwards versus Joe Daddy Stevenson. You remember that one? Uh, I don't. That was pull that up. Eves Edwards, Joe Daddy Stevenson cut. That was I. I just remember that because it was like you know sometimes there's like blood is everywhere. It was like buckets of blood. Yeah, there was so much blood. I remember the the rest of the card. Just the octagon bleeding or no no no. Eves? He cut open Eves Edwards. Uh, like elbows him on the ground, and it was just like the the mat was stained with blood. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. But I don't know. Uh, Thug Jitsu did not prevail that night. It was not quite as good as Jitsu. Another bloody one was uh, Joe Daddy Stevenson versus BJ Penn. That was the fight where yes. BJ Penn licked the blood off his gloves. If I'm well, not if mistaken, you remember right? when he choked him, the blood was squirting, yes, out, was squirting of out of his head. Oh. So here's a, fun, a little funny little tidbit here, and I've told the story, I believe, on this show and every podcast that I've ever done about the first time. And just to everyone you've ever met. First time I met Joe Daddy Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Or the only time I met Joe Daddy Stevenson. Yeah, this oh, yeah, was, that was it. That was a... Uh, so... Yeah, that was that's true. It happened it right back crazy. to him. Yeah. It was fucking wild how much blood. <coughs> so yeah, that was nuts. I met him in Montreal, right? This is, you know, a year or two after that fight had happened. Uh, he came out to our comedy show. It was after? It was, yeah, well, I met him after that fight. Because the funniest part of all is like my MMA knowledge has oh, yes, always just been lacking. This. Like I'm just, I, I'm a pothead. You're just I a just, pothead. I don't remember details, right? And I remember <laughs> I kept on saying, ah, you know what, Joe Daddy? You went five rounds of BJ Penn. So what else are you going to ask for, man? It's fucking incredible, dude. Five rounds of BJ Penn. What round was Joe Daddy Stevenson stopped when he fought BJ Penn? Not only was he stopped, it was the bloodiest mess. It was the most seen. iconic moment in the history of the Where division BJ at the Penn time. Where started licking his blood off of his hands. <laughs> yes, after his blood was squirting out of his head. And Joe, Joe Daddy Stevenson did not correct, correct me at all. He was like, I'm just going to let him think that he's hanging out with me. What what round was he stopped in? Round two. Round two, yeah. He d- I mean, didn't even get into the championship rounds. <laughs> yeah, dude, you went the distance. Oh, my distance is a round and a half, by the way. That's what I mean by the distance. <laughs> That's a big deal, though. By the way, all those fights may have been outdone by the co-made event. Did you see those pictures Dana White put up? I sent the link to... Please. Oh, let's see the pictures. It was a big combat sports weekend the whole weekend, by the way. No, and pull, I didn't watch pull up anything. the link I sent to you. Oh, my Whoa. God, what was that? Well, yeah, what pull was... up the link I sent to you guys that's up close images of it. Oh, that's instead the, uh... of just looking it up. Yeah, look, look at Vic getting annoyed with the team right now. I wow, like Vic pulling <laughs> rank. No, no, I heard, I heard you get annoyed with the team. No, you... uh, I, well, I send specific links for a reason, but he well, did. he sent them in Zoom, which no, is my computer and not. Uh, Coops. Okay. Okay. Well, understood. To, uh... You you gotta understand Ooh, for people. Arguing. Ooh, Natalie's for, clapping back. Look for people who don't under, under, don't understand. Natalie, okay. Here, look for here, people here. who don't understand the pecking order here. Coop and it's Natalie work picture. for us. Vic works for corporate. Oh my god! Is that what the fuck is that? All right. I'll be honest. I didn't watch the co-main event. Maybe I shouldn't have just started what talking about the cuts. Fuck was that? All right. Can we see some clips from the fight? How did this happen? 
working what, on it. Was it that bad in the fight, Vic? It 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 looked pretty bad, but it did it. That picture made it look twice as bad. Was that I mean, Chidi just, and Joe Wakawanawu? And and he won. He he won. They were no no no. And Jokawanawu. No, what are you talking about? What are you? Are you uh, it's Rodriguez. That's that's Gregory Rodriguez. Oh, that's Gregory Rodriguez. So wait, so Vic, tell me, because I missed this fight. I just watched the main event and one other fight. <laughs> Turn down a little bit. There we go. Not all the way. He was going to. Uh, he was. He was going to get the match. Was going to get called due to that cut, and he he pulled out a uh, a winner there. Yeah, that's a wild All right, let's see it. This is pretty hilarious the way they make Daniel Cormier sound. Hey, what's, what's going on here? Christmas, Christmas time is here. What a like fucking play by play by Alvin and the Chipmunks. What a brutal Natalie, sport. Natalie, I wasn't trying to start anything with. No, there was a whole thing. Just awesome. It's right. I love you. The Vic. greatest fucking sport. It is brutal, dude. It's the purest sport. I need to pull out of my fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't do this. <laughs> it's gonna get fucking wild. Yeah, well, go back we're to gonna the... call it. But if you if you look at it right there, it doesn't look as bad. Yeah. Like until they start wiping it off. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. It's not good, man. Yeah, that's my only thing is I don't want to fucking get my head split open. Yeah, I am unique in that. Yeah, my unique perspective. I don't want to have my head completely split open by Jason Ellis's elbows. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want and that. This cocksucker's gonna throw elbows too. I know he is. No, I gotta throw elbows. It's like if you gotta fuck it. If somebody's got a knife, and you got a knife, like I gotta use my knife too. I'm not gonna not use this knife. Could you use a knife? <laughs> that is that be. about? Can, are you allowed to use a knife? I'd say use a knife. Yeah, maybe. Well, we'll see what happens. By the way, Harrington does have an opponent. Who is this guy who Harrington's fighting? Pull up, uh, pull up Boogerbeard's profile on Twitter. Boogerbeard one. This is the guy that Harrington is going to box at Skankfest Vegas. You'll create a present Skankfest Vegas. Ellis Mania within Skankfest. Lots of boxing matches. I haven't completely. What decided day what is I'm uh, what day is Ellis Mania? Ellis Mania is going to be Saturday and Sunday. All right, guys, please just turn it down. Let's assume it's going to come in really loud each time, and let's just. So this Bookerman, he's Harrington. Well, he's got a uh, he's got better training partners than Harrington. Yeah, this is uh, Izzy let Boogerbeard hold the belt. Says so Boogerbeard's big claim to fame. So what is this guy's thing? What is he? Does he box? Has he fought before? No, no, no. So he's been uh, he's you know he called me out, and then I was like, I'm not going to fucking box. He has no experience. He has absolutely no experience. There's no video of him throwing a punch. Nope. But he's a big guy, 6'2", 230, 240. Not a small guy uh, by he's, any means. He's going to beat Harrington. You think so? He's 6'2", 240. But with no training or experience. Doesn't mean... I, 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 look, I, I don't want to... I love Harrington, and he's going to be a father soon, so I'm going to... I'll save my... I'll keep my comments private. No, say it. Say Why what you, you think. Hold back I think look at that... He looks like Harrington. Yeah, he does, but that's... Listen, man... Size is a really big deal until you get like really skilled. Yeah, like if you have like real skills, you can compensate for size. I, I don't. I don't know opposite. that. I don't know that. I, I, can, there. I, can I say? I don't. I think it's the opposite. I think size when you guys are when you're not very skilled. 
I don't think size does really that much for you. I think if they were both really skilled competitors, it would be a big deal to have a big size discrepancy. It would, it would, it would, it's why you have weight classes in professional <laughs> fighting, right? I think that, um, Harrington's got experience and Harrington's got a big fat belly. Harrington's not going to weigh that much less than this guy. Yeah. You know, all right. he, how much does Harrington weigh? If I had to guess, Harrington has to weigh 210 pounds right now. This is the guy's well, video to message to Harrington. Let's see. Hi there, Mark uh, Harrington. Hey, man, I just want to say thanks for accepting the fight with me. I'm sure that you'd like to shut me up, you know, and I don't blame you for that because I'm going to be talking the whole fucking time, man. I am six foot two, 230 to 240, sometimes a little more pounds of pure anal destruction. I will rectally wreck you in front of everybody with your consent because honestly, if somebody says no, you need to respect that. Even if it's some like you who i have zero respect for i am gonna fuck you up mark Carntons. i'm gonna fucking make you know sure that for the rest of your life people are gonna say hey isn't that the guy Boogerbeard knocked out and then took down to the wedding chapel and gay married in vegas <laughs> yeah you're that fucking guy congratulations on becoming my new wife see you next month all right, I uh, I think Harrington's gonna beat him. You think so? Why? Yeah. Why now? Because he's know. dorkier the, the, than you thought. He's dorkier. The grays in the beard. I think. Yeah, yeah I think Harrington's. I don't know it. how old he is. Here's the thing: for all intents and purposes, I think that they are probably of equal athletic ability, right? Harrington's been boxing a bit more. Harrington has been boxing. Yeah, Harrington's and Harrington is horrible. Harrington is a horrible fighter, but Harrington has a gameness. All right, he's gonna he's gonna have to train, dude. You got to well, make I sure think he Booger fucking... Beard said he's not going to train. But so that's why Harrington has to. Yeah. I'm well, just saying cuz he's a uh, I I love Mike. I really do. Uh I think he's a little bit his his self-appraisal is a little crazy. is a little out of touch with where he actually is. And so he's got to like like I I've just I've watched him look at guys fighting and tell me he could beat that guy yeah. with guys who would wreck him oh and like uh rough or rowdy yeah he'd be like i think i could take that guy i think i could take that guy like no you couldn't so he's got to really take this seriously and train hard and then i you know i think he i think he will work and i think he'll win so here's the thing i i obviously i love harrington harrington's on team rattlesnake i'm gonna be in harrington's corner for this fight right i think Boogerbeard said jake shield's gonna be in his corner which i don't know if it's true but i love jake open invite if jake wants to come out to skank jake is the man there's a ufc in town that weekend as well there's gonna be a lot of fighters in town so i'm assuming there'll be a handful of fighters on you know i want to uh by the way if if jake shield is in skank is coming to skank fest i'm excited for that because i want to actually i want us to hang with him oh yeah like we fucking had him on the show and me and him go back and forth on twitter all the time, yeah. but we've been watching him forever, and it's just fucking. He's the man. He retweeted my uh, tweet about Nate Diaz, uh, which I said what, how incredible it was that Nate Diaz. You go in his last five fights in the UFC, he uh, beat uh, Anthony Pettis, tied Jorge Masvidal, beat Leon Edwards, beat Hamzad Shemaev. And then beat, uh, <laughs> and then beat uh, fucking nice. Tony Ferguson. I go, what a way to go out! Yeah, what a That's way. insane. Um, so anyway, um, Booger Beard. All right, here's my here's my thing. Okay, Harrington. First of all, he's got to start training. He missed today. He didn't show up. Yeah, today. Harrington needs to really train. Take this very seriously. It, also, Booger Beard, and I know he'll watch this. He's like a MMA super fan, super cool guy, really sweet guy, big comedy fan, very he's, funny. He's yeah, excited yeah. to just come out to Skankfest. He, he's That's really, awesome. he's really, That's awesome. really good dude, right? And and I think these guys, 
Um, this it's like size versus I can't say skill, but size versus a little bit more experience. The experience does play a factor. Having the cardio to go three two minute rounds, just doing it and well, le- and learning how to shift your gear down, go at fifty percent. That those are skill sets that you I, that, I, it takes yes. a long time to get. I, and those are skills that Harrington does have. Well, look, I, I know, watched it I, happen, know I watched it happen with Dylan last year with Harrington box Dylan. I was going to say. That's the example. Look, I know we're analyzing the absolute lowest level of fighting possible. And the truth is that I just knew, look, I knew 50 dudes who I knew when I was in high school who just would have fucked up Harrington or Dylan in that fight. (laughs) (laughs) Who have never boxed a day in their fucking life. But if you put gloves on them and they went out there, would have just fucking lit them up. But a huge factor in fighting, and this is true for people who have just seen street fights in their life, a huge, huge factor, right? Like before you even think about technique or any of that shit, one of the biggest things is just which guy is not terrified of punches being thrown at his face. Yeah. Which guy is kind of like, yeah, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Let's do a thing where punches are thrown at my face. I'm yeah, ready. That's a big and someone deal. else, someone else is kind of like, all right. Punches might and be thrown you, at my and face. Also in and Harrington front of, has in front, had yes, punches in thrown front of in his thousands face. of people yeah. watching, you know, you know, tens of thousands of people watching online, you know, live these, these yeah, live streams this are is a big a, deal. This is a thing. And so, so you see you could see Harrington being like, Look, I've had this happen before. People yeah. have thrown punches at Just me before. Just twice a week, you yes. know, w- with me and Diego, and it's not like I'm super skilled. Diego is very skilled, but I, I have the reason I don't want to fight Booger Beer was because I'm not going to fight a guy who has absolutely no. There's no upside in me fighting a guy who has no experience. Well, at you all, are right? super skilled compared to Dylan. So yes. what Mike Harrington's facing is like, yes, compared to that, he's yes. So Har- who's but, but super skilled. Booger Beard, and this is the truth. I'm going to give him advice right now because I want it to be a competitive fight, and and I think that uh, everyone always vastly underestimates. Harrington. Harrington's game, dude. He will go in there and he will not quit. He will fucking, you know, he might end up puking. He, might he will fight up, <laughs> until you punch him in the stomach once. <laughs> and puke, and puke. and he pukes everywhere. Um, but Boogerbeard needs to start training two to three times a week in boxing up until Skankfest in order to be just physically prepared to get into the second round. There's also he something won't, about he like... Won't, he won't get into the second round, He or he won't be able to... He won't have the energy. If you're not athletic and you don't do sports and you're not like... You're just not going to have the energy. And we watched that happen with Dylan, who Dylan... Honestly, I watched that fight again the other day. He didn't even look half bad the first like minute of that fight. Um, Harrington just covered up, and Dylan punched himself and out you to don't, the point you where... And you also don't... If you haven't been in fights, like you, you, uh, you will drastically uh, underestimate how quickly you will get tired. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not used to that, you'll understand. And when Dylan's, you see in the beginning of that fight, he's just throwing punches. And he's like, oh, look, I'm kind of over... Pull up, pull up Dylan versus well, Harrington. He's like, I'm on, overwhelming him. Um, it's on YouTube. Him. You should be able to find Like, it. I'm overwhelming him. He's not throwing anything at me, and I'm teeing off. And you get into You throw everything you have into every punch. And it's like, dude, if you don't do that a lot, how long do you think you can throw everything into every punch you have it's like this right go outside and sprint and see how long you can sprint at your fastest sprint yeah feels really good for a little while for our fans go outside and walk (laughs) go outside okay first off just get out have a salad (laughs) one day incorporate salad into what you're doing yeah think about a walk but you know what i'm saying it's like it's you can only go for so long before you start slowing down, yeah. and you don't really go back to that that sprint that you had at the beginning. No. It's never quite going to be that fast again. Uh, I, like uh, unless I mean, here, go ahead. 
This is Harrington. And, and this was your strategy that you told him, right? Cover yeah, up yeah. and let him go off. Let him go off. And you hear me, me see, look at Dylan. Just punching himself out, putting everything And then like he's it. getting so intense. By the way, pause it for a second. Yes. That right there, when you tense your body like that, it's all It's all wasted energy. It's Literally, all... you're like, dude, you're just burning your energy out right there by tensing and going, like, no. It's you ever see, like, it's what Anderson Silva said about fighting, which I thought, even in his broken English, was like the best, like, fucking, the highest level fight advice is he goes, he goes, I don't fight. I play. Yeah. And there's something about that that's really smart. You know, it's it's a version of Bruce Lee's "Be Like Water" shit, yeah. right? Like he's like, I don't go out there and fucking go. Rrr. Just just do that at home. Just go yeah. for a while. Realize how tired you're going to you get do pretty that quickly. Much. Like so, when I'll, I'll give you an example, just you know, today, like I was sparring with Paco and I'm tired Diego. from that, by the way. I was sparring with Paco and Diego. Mm-hmm. Diego's my my coach. He's you know high level black belt, got really good striking. Diego's a legit fighter, and when I spar with Diego. I'm just more tense because there's more shit happening. He yeah. can hit me and he can hurt me, and he does. We we spar pretty hard. Um, and when I'm with Harrington or I'm with Paco, I'm so loose because yeah. they have like I, I I don't even if they can hit me, I don't really have any fear of them hitting me. I like I know I can hit them more than they can hit me. So I sh- my my energy, I'm so much more relaxed, and I can go. I can literally. Box Harrington for 10 three-minute rounds. I can just keep going with Harrington. Diego, after like three rounds, I'm really like exhausted. And I'm really, because, and you know, now he's chasing me around the ring. Diego doesn't take any time off. He's a super athletic kid as well. So, you know, that tension... That's what uh, Booger Beer is gonna have to worry about. Good, good. but when he, you can keep on playing. This is—I will tell you, this fight is fascinating to break down. Yeah. as low level as it is. But look, Dylan's swinging. Harrington's just everything. Big movements and nothing's movements. nothing's paying off or doing anything. But even I say, watch in between the rounds. I give Harrington advice where I'm like, dude, what are you doing? This was so much fun, dude. Skankfest. The fights at Skankfest are awesome. By the way, we're going to have it down on Fremont. The ring's going to be actually on Fremont Street. Really? In the round, people can stand all around the ring. It's going to be fucking wild. It's going to be wild. Go, go between Now, by the, the way, Dylan is already feeling it here. Yeah. He is breathing heavy. Go in between the rounds. Fast forward just uh, just like a couple seconds. Go in between the rounds. I want to hear the advice that you have Harrington in between the rounds. When did this happen again, by the way? This is last, last November. Year. This is almost look, look. a year ago. Good, good pace. Okay, you're good. You're gassing yourself for no reason right now. He's got, you let him gas himself. Literally, just be prettier than him. Relax. You're calm. Just calm down. Calm down. Harry. Yeah, that was very good it's corner advice. advice. Very good corner <laughs> advice. The boxing match. Yeah. He's not. Ooh, ooh he ain't, Harrington ain't one there. But I'm saying, like, if Dylan, but then Dylan gets himself, so excited. Dylan's he gets more so athletic. excited that yeah, he landed he, he punches one. Himself out. I'm talking shit in Dylan's ear. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: if Dylan actually cared about training, he's athletic enough that he could have probably won this fight. Dylan, there was a path. Harrington stinks. You see this. <laughs> Harrington's not good, but Harrington will take the shot, and he'll stay in there. He had better cardio, and at the end of the day, I mean, you'll see the end of the And day. I, by the way, it's not even so clear that he has better cardio. He might have. But I'm just saying, Dylan better has fighting used- cardio. It doesn't matter. But I'm, no, so but somebody can have better well, cardio or be a better athlete? Dylan but, can play basketball circles But I'm not even saying that. My point is that it's not even, even fight cardio. What you're watching here is that Dylan has exerted- 
10 times as much energy as Harrington has in this fight so far. Yeah. So it's not even who has more cardio. If Harrington did what Dylan yes. did in this fight so far, he may have fucking gassed out too. In fact, I'm almost certain he would have. Yeah. But it's just like that you, you even saw it right there, right? He landed one nice shot. And then because he landed one shot, he gets excited and throws fucking yeah. 15 more wild shots that you are nowhere near. Boogerbeard, and I, and I don't want, I, I feel like it should be a fair fight. Boogerbeard needs to get with a fucking boxing coach. Learn a one-two and learn how to pace himself, learn how to shift down, learn how to – because to, to do three two-minute rounds, it's a way – it sounds easy, and then you do it, and you're like, holy fucking shit, dude. This is way more tiring and way more exhausting than you could possibly imagine. Now, imagine doing three five-minute rounds in a professional MMA fight for the first time in your life in Las Vegas on April 7th, Luis J. Gomez versus Jason Ellis, baby boys. Woo! I uh, fucking I'm, – I'm excited and a little bit nervous. I'll be nervous. Don't be nervous. No, you should be nervous. When you're not nervous, that's when you should be nervous. Frankie Fear. It's my best friend. <laughs> Who's your best friend back oh, at home? Dave Smith? No, your best friend Frankie <laughs> Fear. I don't know anyone named Frankie Fear. <laughs> Frankie Fear? I, have I heard of him? Is he a comedian? <laughs> Does he do stand-up? That's a good name. <laughs> Does he have a podcast? <laughs> what, Vic? I hear you yapping in the background back in Mexico, in Guadalajara. Yeah. Are you well, saying Guatemala? Gua, gua, guacamole? Guadalajara. <laughs> is that a place? Yes, I'm eating guacamole. I don't know. Guatemala? Is it Guatemala? Guadala you're saying? Guadalajara. There's a Guadalajara out there. Probably. Yeah, you, you got Guadalajara right. Yeah. Oh, is yeah. that a place uh, in Mexico or is that its own country? No, that's in Mexico. Guatemala is its own country. Uh, really? Guatemala is Guatemala is a fucking all right. Well, they're, quick, they're being quick on it now because we got into a fight earlier on air because of you, Lewis. Well, I'm sorry that okay. I've motivated them. I lit a fire underneath their slow asses, and now they pull up fun facts in real time and vi give visual things. It's a fun thing. It makes the show better, does it not? No, Lewis is, is uh, improving things here drastically. All right. Well, I just wanted to say that the variable that we haven't figured out for Harrington, who I've never met before, but I really did not like Booger Beard's little interview. You didn't like him. Is is the yeah Booger Beard really just bugged me in the wrong way? So Booger bugged you. They're not going to allow him to actually keep boogers in his beard. Maybe, I don't know because there are no rules. I'm just going to slip off. Oh, that's a good point. Not going to happen. It's as real as it gets. They both have shitty beards. They should. They should, the loser should have to shave their beard. And kill themselves. Um, I, the I'll tell you, I'm rooting very hard for Harrington, because uh, I love you Harrington. Have to. No, I don't and, know and also because he's, a, like new, he's a new he's a new father to be. And by the way, it's split. I did a poll. I asked the fans who they thought was going to win. I think it's like 51% Harrington, 49% Boogerbeard. Boogerbeard's got a little bit of a following on social media. He's a big like MMA super fan. He constantly gets retweeted by fighters. I'm excited to have him be a part of the Skankfest event. We're gonna have a lot of fun. This will be very fun. Let's take hey, a quick... Dave, would you ever take on a guy named Flem Goatee? Would I'd you, consider uh, would it. I'd have, to, I'd have to see him first. At Skankfest? If he had Flem in his goatee? 53% <laughs> says Harrington, 47% Boogerbeard. Final results. All right, real quick, Dave, let's take a moment and thank YoKratom.com for supporting today's show. We love YoKratom. Uh, they are home of the $6 kilo. If you guys are over the age of 21 years old and you guys are in the market for Kratom, you got to get it from YoKratom.com. Hell yeah, YoKratom.com. It's the best Kratom out there. It's delivered right to your door. It's at the best price. And they support this network and our festival and our podcast, our careers, more than anyone. So please, if you use Kratom, go get your Kratom at YoKratom.com. Go there, support them. They support us. We love them. Shout out, YoKratom.com. All right, where were we? 
little Steve Jobs uh, clip you got going Love on that, there. Baby boy, I made my entire staff watch that today. Did you watch it, Natalie? Yeah, I watched it. Liar. No, what was I didn't it about? Watch it. What was it about? It was about like you know marketing this the sizzle instead of the steak. You know, it's like sort of. Basically, he sort was like, you, you want to sell. Shit. Yeah, okay, you didn't watch it. He was like, you want to sell the idea of something like milk doesn't sell milk. They All sell right. the idea Coop, give me another quote. Coop, give me another Jobs quote. Just from the video or from in the, No, from the video. Well, he was talking about Nike and how they have sneakers. Okay, all right, right. you guys all watch it. I'm just making sure you all watch it. Like, goes, whether you think you can or you can't, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I will say. Are you watching the skank phone? Is the skank phone coming out? <laughs> no, it's not. Skank, skank phone 7. I will say you sent this video and I was like, uh... Lewis wants to suck Steve Jobs' dick. I, I get it. And then I watched the video, and I was and I was very moved by it. It was a great video, yeah, dude. Absolutely. I do. I'll, I'll send you another. If you were moved by it, I'll send you one that'll bring you to tears. When I it, would when love it, to see it. The the iPhone Remember launch. I the iPhone you, launch video is fucking. It literally gets me choked up. I bought you the uh, that book on Steve. Jobs. I read that book. Then I did listened you, to the audio book twice. Did you? Yeah. Did yeah. you dig that? Yeah. I thought you would like that. It was for your birthday, like five years ago or something like that. Actually, I, I read the book twice. The second time I read the book, I started tearing the pages out to bring into the steam room. And then I fucking ended up losing track of where I was in the what book. What type of fucking animal are you? Yeah. You tore the pages of the book out to bring it. Really, from the out, anybody watching from a foreign, like a, a window across the street, looks like I hate books. Like, I was just like, ah. I mean, just telling that story, that's the most insane thing I've ever heard. To go in the steam room and enjoy my book. <laughs> Which you read the, the whole page thing. Out? If I brought the entire, it was like an encyclopedia. <laughs> it was a big book. If I brought yeah. the whole thing into the steam room, <laughs> it would be a, a sludge. I wouldn't be able to open the pages. Yeah, the you're right. That would be melting. ridiculous. So yeah. instead, you ripped pages out. Out of the book yes you know it would be less crazy than all those options what? just read when you're not in the steam room no dude my mind needs to fucking be focused on something or i can't really get a good steam <laughs> all right that's not true sometimes i i don't read in the steam room uh, anymore sometimes i'll bring headphones into the steam room but recently they melted so i yeah, find myself that seems like that'd be a problem that's the only time i meditate i was talking to duncan trussell about that it's the only time i'm really alone with my thoughts when did you see duncan i did his podcast a few days ago shout out to duncan trussell family hour go Download that. It's out everywhere. You guys I, uh, want to listen to I me go Duncan. deep with Duncan. I love Duncan. I did his He's podcast. He's in Austin. I did his podcast years ago. Oh, yeah. I should hit him up. Hit him up. There. Tell him to come out to your show. He came out to my show, and he was the fucking man. He brought his wife. They were so cool. Okay. Yeah, so absolutely. Cool. In we'll fact, let's that. take a moment to do some plugs real quick. Speaking of which, Dave Smith going to be in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Uh, on the 25th, the first show is sold out. There are still a few tickets left on the second show. This thing is going to sell out in the next couple days, so go uh, check it out. I'm at the Creek in the Cave in Austin, Texas. Ticket link is up on my website, comicdavesmith.com. Doing a bunch of cool stuff while I'm out in Austin. Uh, a bunch of podcasts and stuff out there, so... Yeah, you know, could be anyone. So go check that out. Uh, but um, that's going to be uh, a, a good time. And um, yeah, uh, Skankfest, of course, coming up. We got a show at the Comedy Cellar uh, tomorrow night if people are listening live. Yeah. Um, this comes out tonight on uh, iTunes anyway. Oh, that's be, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you if, go. If you guys, I think it might already be sold out, but we're doing a Skankfest preview. Well, it doesn't matter because you can watch it. You could watch it on Mint Comedy. So we partnered with mintcomedy.com for Skankfest streams this year. So we're doing, I think, 12 okay. streams with oh. mintcomedy.com this year, right? I'm doing a live uh, part, live of, the part of the problem. Stream. We're doing a live, live podcast. Skanks. Legion of Skanks. A bunch of crazy shit. Goddamn Comedy Jam. 
lots of stuff. Kill Tony. It's going to be incredible. Oh, we're doing a live Kill Tony. We are. Tony's only going to be there on Sunday this year, which sucks. They had to reschedule some of his other dates, but we're doing two Kill Tonys. I got to hit Tony up and tell him I'm going to be in Austin. It's going to be incredible, doggy. So if you guys want to, uh, you should buy the live streams, but we want to show you how incredible those live streams are because Mink Comedy is a different level. It's not like the comedy we had last year. These guys are specialists in what they do, and they do an incredible job in everything they do. So we're doing a special Skankfest preview tomorrow night. This is Tuesday, September 20th from the Comedy Cellar. There's two shows, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. A bunch of Skankfest comedians like, obviously, myself, Dave Smith, Big J. Okerson, Dan Soder, uh, Derek Gaines, Adrian Appalucci, uh, Cypher Sounds. The, the lineup is fucking absolutely stacked, okay? This isn't the... the now they're, it's, they're over the top with the visuals. It's not... Uh, <laughs> the entire Skankfest won't be there, but I we appreciate that. Uh, but there's going to be like six or seven comics per show. You guys can watch this live stream for free. For free. You don't have to pay. All you got to do is when you go to MinkComedy.com, you create a profile, and when you check out, use the promo code free skank it's all lowercase it's case sensitive free skank is a promo code 8 p.m 10 p.m tomorrow you can watch some free stand-up and it's a free preview of skank fest you can see exactly how great the streams are from mint comedy so make sure you guys do that uh live dates coming up for me uh this week if you guys are in tampa me and aaron berg the offend everyone tour we're back in tampa florida will be there september 22nd through the 25th then we'll be in plano texas on september 29th through october 2nd mikey fig is going to join me and aaron berg on that one which is going to be a hell of a lot of fun and then at uh, the end of the month we're going to be in philly we got toronto coming up portland oregon's coming up uh boston's coming up we got a lot of stuff coming up lewisofskanks.com is my website if you guys love this show subscribe at gasdigitalnetwork.com you can get the entire on demand library all ad free uncensored and in one place pre-release on all the episodes go to gas digital use the promo code yo mma get a seven day free trial get instant access to the on demand library for this show and all the other amazing shows here on the network hell yeah damn Damn, doggy. Damn. Um, all right. What else happened in the this week of MMA, Vic? What, what 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 do you think we should talk about next, Vic? You're the one who's always crunching the numbers. Vic looks at like the trends. Like he'll watch the episode and then he'll pinpoint what we're talking about when people watch it, and then they dip off when we're talking about other shit. So he's that guy. Vic is a very analytical type of guy. Well, he okay? works. For, he works for corporate. He's very corporate. Sure. Vic is super corporate. I'm, a, I'm just a cog of the machine, and I apologize. But I appreciate it. We're never going to do that, dude. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a from the gut guy. I'm a fucking bingo bango. Let's go from the gut. Just shoot it out. And there. we, and by the way, we had a great performance of the show last week, and uh, I think we should get our Nate Diaz fix in there. There's a video which is on the rundown, guys, <laughs> and uh, Nate Diaz released a vlog of. Ooh, uh, I didn't what see this. Down. Did you, and it's like a 22 minute vlog, but there's a couple highlights in there. Let's watch the and whole the first thing. thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought about it, but the first thing that happened, by the way, you get to see the water bottle incident behind the scenes. Also, the night Ooh. before the fight, he's hanging out with Motley Crue. That's fun. So, That's pretty random. So, and fun. Uh, oh, let's see the water bottle thing. All right, we're pulling it up right now. Is that um, the vlog this- you mentioned? Yes. And we're pulling it up right now. And by the way, guys, I just want you to know that there it is right there. We See, we got it. We're on top of it. Let's see. We're going to probably get copywritten for this, so make sure you just put a still image and then put the video. Put a link to the video so they can watch it. So the, the first part is about five minutes in. Go ahead, five minutes in. It was cool that he had the whole crew with him. Oh, and this is before he knows he's fighting Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he had a sparkly chain. 
Fuck your team. He said, fuck Chechnya. <laughs> Dude, how much did you want to see that USA, fight? USA, motherfucker. I wish we had seen that fight. I am in very weird waters here. This has never happened in the history of this company. So, um, trust me when I tell you this is the right decision not to do this press conference right now. Do you think... And, uh, do you think Dana in this moment, so how much of an actor is he, right? Because do you think he's literally going like, me calling off this press conference is just going to create more interest in this car? Because it did. The press conference is one thing, but I think when you have to call off a press conference because it got so heated backstage, I think that that just made numbers trend in a much better direction. Uh, I, I, maybe. I think, I, it seemed like, I just from watching it, my feeling was Dana White sat there in the booze and everyone booing the shit out of him when he said that, and it seemed like he didn't like it. No, he doesn't like it. It, is, it seemed like he just didn't like being booed. I know that he, I also he ended up getting into gets... a whole thing with Schaub, or I guess he, like... He... Well, yeah, he's pissed at Schaub, but let, let me just say about this thing, because that's kind of interesting, too. But about this thing, um, it did seem to me, like, I think that um, lines get crossed sometimes, where, of course, after the fact, he always wants to promote it and use it as best as possible, but I think sometimes he gets spooked, as you would if you were Dana White. Where like you know, I remember thinking this with the John Jones DC thing, where they like really fought and it tore down the whole thing. Yeah. And you could see you could see kind of this reaction in him where he's like, "Fuck, dude, this could go really bad for me." Like, yes, as long as it doesn't go really bad, it promotes the fight. But shit, got the Connor thing was another example. You know, we talk about that Connor thing all the time. Like, you remember the glass cut uh, Michael Chiesa? Yeah. And what we always go is like. What if it had been Rose, yeah, who was in that bus too? That would have looked so bad. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, like if it's a dude, girl, like yeah, whatever, it's fine. Well, hey, dude, you're a fighter, but oh, if it's this like fucking 135 pound girl, you'd yeah. be like, oh shit. Yeah. So I think he gets worried. I think his thing there uh, is like, I'm I'm worried this will cost me way more money. Than yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, and that's specifically what I guess he gave Shaw shit about, uh, I, which I, you I, did too on this show. You went to conspiracy. I did go to conspiracies because I don't think it's that crazy. I've always said you have a lot in common a with people. Think, they call me the East Coast Brandon Shaw. A lot of people do that. Um, no, but I, I, so I guess what happened was somebody said Pat Militich was the, the, an interviewer, or I guess he got confused. Somehow the wires got crossed and he thought Pat Militich said that um, you know, the, there was never going to have the fight. There was some conspiracy that they called up Pat the Militich or, said this. or they, they, goes, they, Tim Sylvia will beat Andre Orlovsky. They told, um, that the UFC told Hamzat not to make the weight, right? This was a conspiracy. And somehow Dana White thought that he was talking about Pat Miletic. So he was like, Pat Miletic needs to get his fucking head checked. This is crazy. He was like, I don't know, maybe he got hit too many times. He was like, that. He was like who, why would I ever do that? And Dana White's just doing his Dana White thing. And I, I believe Dana. At the end of the day, it's, it was a little bit of a conspiracy theory, right? But then the interviewer goes, no, 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 it wasn't Pat Miletic. It was Brendan Schaub. And then Brendan, or then Dana was like, oh yeah, well that makes sense. And then he sort of walks off. But that was really all it was. It really okay. wasn't a big right. it wasn't a big fucking like slight at Schaub. And then uh let's see. And by the way, Militich was also promoting that conspiracy, so they both were. Oh they were Schaub and Militich, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I apologize to Pat Militich, then that makes sense. But that's I think that's literally all that Dana White said, and then Schaub went off on like a whole diatribe. What what exactly I, I, 
first off, just taking this bit by bit, piece by piece here, to say the UFC told him to miss weight, that that seems far fetched to me without any evidence to back it up. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that like something. Maybe we're we're certainly not privy to all of the behind the scenes things that happen. But I highly doubt that that's what happened. Well, that's sort of the point that I was making, which which is like there's there's other shit that goes on behind the scenes. Sure, deals that are made, money that's exchanged hands. There's some fucking there's some shit going on. It's prize fighting, and I think the um you know I, I think the the foundation was built on sort of some underground fucking shit, right? It's not like it's not professional baseball. This is still cage fighting. And it's, it's still not a very even young boxing. Sport. It's not even boxing. I mean, look, they have a system set up. I don't know if you heard. There was recently a clip that I saw. I don't know if it was an old clip or a new one where DC was talking about how they pay people. You know, and we've always known this, that like the official numbers are just the numbers. And then the UFC decides what they want to pay you on top of that. So sometimes it looks awful for people. But he was talking about something like he's like for his title fight. That it was like two hundred thousand is what he was getting paid, and then Dana White was just like, "I'm going to give you five million dollars," or like yeah. something like that. Like it's just like, like that's how they like to do it. They like to do it where like you're on what we owe you technically is like a couple hundred grand. Yeah, but I'm going to give you millions. Yeah. Like they like to do it in that way. Uh, now, that's not how most sports work. Most sports work where like you get your deal, <laughs> but also I just go. My thing is kind of like, all right, well, if some other company wants to come up and say, and then well, we'll tell you exactly what, what the fuck was I that? Mean, what on earth? Folks. It's a conspiracy. Folks. Play the, Wait, play, did I just meet myself in the past? Wait a minute, Dave. <laughs> are you in the future right now ranting about the UFC? <laughs> Which one is me? Ooh. This is like the moon landing. I swear to God, I saw that the tab was muted before I opened yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna mute your tab, girly girl. That was creepy. I'm sorry. Guys. That was. I'm sorry, weird. folks. That I remember what show? This inappropriate. Is. I do. An inappropriate. I don't response. sexually harass Natalie on Yo Mami Rap. Ooh, if this was real ass podcast, Natalie, we'd be fucking going to the bitch booth. You'd be dancing for to girls, girls, girls. I think that Coop should dance sometimes. Coop, do do a little dance. Go to the bitch booth. Coop, do a little dance for me. That was uninspired. Let's see. Is Coop angry? I don't know, Coop is in a little bit of a weird mood today. You all right, Coop? Yeah, I'm good. What's, We're what, checking. Why do you guys think I'm in a weird mood? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you, you're usually more vocal. Oh, you I know, know, you're out there. Do I'm a, some hot water today. Do a little dance, push Coop. My luck. Let me see. Let's see a little dance. Dance for us, Coop. Yeah. Dance for all right. Put some shoulder into it. All right, Put that was pretty hot. Coop, do you train MMA? I need more bodies in well, training. Dude, no, Louis, I, I've always said I would love to come down and, you know, have you? But you have no I've experience? trained a little bit. I've, I wrestled in high school, and then I've done some I'll Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu. I'll destroy you, dude. Okay, but that's not nothing. But I want. I said from the no, top, I've always wanted to come dude. train with you. When you hear when you hear people like I've trained a little bit, that always means that they did it like twice. Yeah, dude, I've done two classes of Jiu-Jitsu, one no. class of Muay Thai. No, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, that's not much. No. How about some capoeira? Have you done that? <laughs> Only in front of the mirror. Can you dance fight for us right now, please? Can you show me your best capoeira? I I probably would tear a, a muscle in my leg if I tried that. Got to be honest. Banana way, banana. You do a hike at Let's see. That was nice. Nice legs. Nice legs on this kid. All right. Uh, all right so also, let me say, uh, Jake Paul. He's talking shit about Nate as well. I heard him saying that he he was like, dude, you know, I don't want to look past Anderson, but Nate, you know, this is a fight that everyone wants to see. He's specifically looking past Anderson. I think Anderson's gonna knock him back into Tyron Woodley's fucking territory. I don't. Uh... 
here's the here's the problem, right? Is basically what you're saying is that I think my guess right now is I think Nate is going to end up fighting his next fight in the UFC. You think so? Yes, because the truth is that Anderson taking this Jake Paul fight, I think. Again, I don't know. Things could go in different ways, but I think this ruins the whole thing for Nate. I think that Anderson's going to fuck up Jake Paul, and then that fight with Jake Paul is not as fucking big a money fight or as interesting. It's still a big money fight. No, it's still, not. It's not. Still, it's still, honestly, will even, even if even huge if huge money with the UFC. Listen to me. Even, he makes huge money. Even if Anderson beats Jake Paul, mm-hmm. I still think there's an opportunity for Nate Diaz to make more money boxing Jake Paul than for having another fight in the UFC. I'm not I saying you're like, wrong. I think you're wrong. I think the money that Nate can make in the UFC is going to be substantially higher than he can make is. fighting a Jake uh, Paul after a loss. Dude, him fighting the Connor trilogy might be five times as much money as he'll make maybe, fighting Jake Paul. Uh, if they the gave him Nate that deal, Diaz, they don't give they don't give people that deal. They don't give him 10, 20 million dollar deals. There's guys that don't make Nate, that much money. Nate is making money in the UFC like Literally, I think my my. What was the rumor? Is, was it Connor was making like no five million one, in a fight? No, Connor was making more than five million in a know. fight in the UFC. Nate is probably making something like that. I think I believe Nate made on the second Connor fight made ten million. I believe uh, on that one, he's gonna Nate is making more money than any of the UFC champions. He's making. Well, and I mean, he's technically one, retired, right? Well, right now he's out of contract with them. He's not retired, but he's out of contract with them. So I'll just say I think it's gonna what's gonna happen here is after Anderson fucks up Jake Paul, it's just not gonna be as Coop. as big of a deal for him. Yeah, for the second fight he got six hundred twenty thousand dollars. That's on the record. That's not that's not what he got. That's on the yeah. record. Yeah. No, he, yeah, he got yeah, more. He, he ended got, up getting more. Yeah. But I, I don't think I don't think it's as much that's as what as I was saying said. before is what the, the UFC does yeah. is like no, I know. this fucking. Thing. I, I but I don't. That's think... what everyone was saying is that he got a uh, fucking uh, ten million for that fight. Maybe. Yeah, maybe again, it's not official, you know, numbers, so I don't know. Or he, or he can go box Jake Paul, make ten, twenty million dollars. Can he, he after the Anderson Silva thing? I don't know. Maybe, Probably. maybe. I, I, I think people just want to watch Jake Paul fucking box whoever he's going to box. He didn't fucking. <sighs> I don't know. You know, it depends on how the fight goes. It depends on how the Anderson Silva fight goes. It's a big part of it. It's, it's, it's one of those things that you just don't quite know. It's it's hard to say exactly what Jake Paul's value, how much people want to see the fights, and how many people are actually willing to buy them. As you've made this point before, his audience is very young, very savvy with streaming. A lot of sponsorship illegally. money. A lot of there's a lot yeah, of yeah, other no, stuff going that's on true. there. But how much is there if he gets re- if he gets flatlined by Anderson Silva? How much? How big is it? It's hard to say. Coop. I was also going to reverse it. What do you guys think happens if Jake Paul knocks Anderson Silva out in the first round or second round? Then what happens? Well, then the Nate Diaz fight is a huge, huge money fight. Yeah. But Massive I, fight. I'm the, so so. Then if that happens, then I think the the Nate Diaz fight happens. But I'm just telling you, I don't think that's going to happen. Mike Tyson apparently also watched Jake's Paul spar for 30 seconds, according to Freddie Roach, uh, who owns the Wild Card Gym in Los Angeles, California. Um, as a fra- one of the most famous boxing trainers in the world. Yeah, he said that uh, Tyson looked at Paul and left with no interest in interacting with the 5-0 and YouTube boxer ahead of his October 29th match with Anderson Silva. Uh, he saw 30 seconds of him sparring and said, Freddie, can we go down and see the pictures? Uh, he, knows where that's, he knows that's where the good pictures are, and he wasn't as interested as I was. 
So is this basically him saying, like, yeah, this kid's not, like, impressing me? I don't think so. I think that's a headline. Yeah, it doesn't Uh, seem like it's clear. I think that Mike Tyson just doesn't really give a fuck about watching another dude spar. He's been there, done that. Regardless if it was Jake Paul or another young prospect, I think Tyson probably after a minute would have been like, yeah, I want to go look at the pictures. Like, I want to remember. Yeah, it's also, it's not like Mike Tyson's coming in and watching, like, Canelo spar or watching, like, you know, this guy, you got to think, like, look, Jake Paul is very impressive. He's, like, very good at boxing, and it's it's really cool that he's able to do what he's been doing. But Mike Tyson was at the absolute top of boxing this is it's it's on the level of going like like let's just say you started playing basketball a few years ago with you know you're a millionaire and you're like i want to play basketball oh, I am. and you fucking you go and, and i do you're neither of those things and you don't <laughs> you're not and you don't um but you go and you start and you get all these good trainers and you go and now you're like oh by the way i'm like really i can i can play basketball with professional athletes who aren't basketball players but are like professional athletes yeah. and i can fuck them up at basketball and then you're going like Okay, that's that's incredible. That's really impressive. But then you're like, hey, Michael Jordan, are you really interested to watch this guy shoot around? Well, it's like, like I don't know. Able, he's 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 been at a level able that's, to play you know, with like running like high school varsity. Yes, and you're like, oh shit, you can go hang with a high school varsity team. That's, that's fucking that that's, is impressive. That's by the way, genuinely go, impressive. Go to a fucking if you don't play basketball, go to a, a good high school varsity basketball yeah. team's practice, and you you'll be fucking embarrassed by those kids. Yeah. If you got yourself to the point where you could play with them, yeah. that is impressive. But then if you were like, hey, Michael Jordan, what do you think about what this guy's <laughs> doing? He might just kind of like look for a second and go, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So is there like a good steak place by yeah, here? Are, like, yeah. are there any pictures? <laughs> like, uh, you know, so that that kind of makes sense to me. I don't think there's uh, like anything there that's such uh, a big Saint deal. St. Ben in the racist live chat says Tyson talks mad shit on Paul all the time. I'd like to hear that. Um, yeah, has he talked shit about I haven't, I haven't heard it. Um, but yeah, look, Tyson's a fucking legend. And uh, yeah, he has every right to talk shit about Jake Paul, who's, you know, you know, technically a fucking hobbyist. And I mean, I guess he's a pro. He's doing professional fights. He, is, he did knock out a former UFC champion. You it's, can't it's forget any of this. It is pretty impressive. But, but again, you're talking about the fucking debatably in his prime the best boxer who's ever lived. Yeah. Like he's one uh, one of, you know? that's It's a different level. Um, all right, other real quick, other things, because we got to get out of here in just a few minutes. Uh, Canelo beats uh, Triple G. Um, blah, blah, blah. I didn't watch it. I didn't care. Apparently, Rogan was at three different... Um, yeah, he went to the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, Championships, Abu, Abu Dhabi Classics, and uh, he went to the UFC, and he went to that boxing match. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It'll yeah. be a fun night. The trifecta of uh, combat sports. So yeah, and then Gordon Ryan won <laughs> the Abu Dhabi, I think th- in like three different weight classes or something. Apparently, yeah, he's, he's like, like the best, the best, like the best of the best. He's fucking built like a fucking beast, dude. It'd be interesting to see him fight MMA, man. I mean, you definitely don't want to go to the ground with that guy. I mean, yeah, he doesn't want to stand with me though. So no, you know, he would probably, never. You know, be very no, so he'd probably just striker. take you down <laughs> easily. Versus he'd probably grappler. just easily take you down. Classic matchup, <laughs> as they say, the striker glass. Uh, I mean, also, does he want to go to the ground with you? I mean, you are a blue belt. Yeah, this is this is the before and after. He's all jacked now. Yeah, he used to be skinny. Yeah, thank you for circling his body like a homosexual coop over and over again. He rubbed his nipples. With are the you mouse. checking out this dick area here? <laughs> all right, coop, calm down, buddy. Uh, and then also, uh, last but not least, Jose Aldo retires. That's a from big one. The UFC. 
Um, that was kind of crazy. You always think of them like they're going to do it in the ring after a fight, not just kind of like, oh, I saw on Twitter. Yeah. He negotiated a release from his UFC contract with one bet remaining, meaning that he is free to pursue uh move to boxing or other combat opportunities. Hmm. Um, but, you know, probably bare knuckle or not MMA, though, right? He couldn't go fight for another MMA organization. No, they released him from his contract. Or if he's he released, he, he could do he could do whatever he wants. Well, well really. I will say if whether he's going to do that or just retire, I think he just had a kid uh, also, so maybe that had something to do with it. Um, so that's but, the difference between him and Harrington. Harrington's going to have a kid who lights a fire under his ass, fighting Booger Beard. Yeah, just fights more. Yeah. Step it up, Jose Aldo. Oh, yeah. uh, but I will say that Jose Aldo, just an incredible MMA career. Unbelievable. You know, people say sometimes they'll be like, uh, you know, who's the best at a weight class or whatever. And I will say, obviously, like he lost to Connor and he lost to Max Holloway and those guys like that came after him. But that's what happens to everyone. Eventually, if you stay in it, someone beats you. But he's the best ever featherweight. The be- right, Like he's the goat featherweight. Like, I mean, for the time. he The run that he went on was like, no one else has ever done a run like that before. I mean, he was Volkanovski's dominant. just... He's... Yes, right, na- right now is always the best ever. When I say the but best ever... But I'm just ever... saying when you compare the body of work, you're talking about Volkanovski, what he's done to the absolute top, top tier, and, and the way the sport's yes. evolved. I feel like I'd still have to give that to Volkanovski. Let me say this. The, the best for his ever. time. For his yes, time. Yes, obviously. Uriah was Faber, the best yes, ever. he's better than Uriah he, Faber. No, no, no. But I'm saying for his time, he was more dominant than anyone else has ever been for a long time. Yeah, it was like stretch. 26 wins It was row. unbelievable. He was, he was also just so much fun, such a vicious fucking striker. And it was cool that he, he really was able to like hang around at the highest level for his entire fucking career. So fucking yeah. legend, obvious Hall of Famer. Great fucking Jose player. Aldo, we salute you, yeah. you fucking crazy Brazilian. Uh, shout out one more time to your Kratom for supporting today's show. Thank you for watching. We'll be back next Monday with another incredible episode of your favorite MMA podcast. Until then, have yourselves a great night. Peace.